0: Light that, Spark Fire Nation, a JLD here, and welcome to episode 1659 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. And if you are looking to turn website visitors into leads and customers, check out fireup.co It is amazing. It is free. What are you waiting for? Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Jules Schroeder. Jules, are you prepared to ignite? I'm ready. Let's do it. Yes. Jules is the founder of Unconventional Life, a show hosted on Forbes that profiles millennials who earn their living in non-traditional ways. She launched her first six-figure company at the age of 18 and seven-figure company at 22 while serving as a digital marketing consultant for many top companies. Jules, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Fire Nation. Great to yeah. be here. I uh, live in the mountains outside of Boulder, Colorado. Multi-passionate human being. If we went back into my story further, a lot of fun details and spins. But love snowboarding, love singing, and love creating all fun things. So,
0: Well, I'm excited to chat today specifically about your journey. But before we even dive into that, Let's talk about your area of expertise. If you had to just narrow that down to a couple sentences, what's that one thing you excel in?
1: Yeah, I love this. So for me, I would say it's attracting high-level opportunities and more specifically, rapid implementation. So I am someone that literally waits to respond. So instead of like going out at it 18 hours plus a day, I wait for the thing to come and then I just go all out on creating it. And a good example of this was the online summit that actually we had you on the yeah. seat for back in January. And literally it was like the day before Christmas and I was sitting there <laughs> bored at my family's house and I was like, I got to do a project. And I just got back from Bali and, uh, literally in a matter of three weeks, we pulled an online (sighs) summit together with 35 plus speakers for millennials. So it's pretty awesome stuff, but yeah, rapid implementation for sure.
0: Let's talk about that rapid implementation for a second because, you know, our listeners are like, okay, I think rapid implementation sounds cool, but how do you do it? So what's something that we entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs don't know about rapid implementation that we should know?
1: Yeah. So I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs is we get so caught up with what the end goal is. Or, you know, you hear about shiny object syndrome, where it's like you see this one thing and then you're on to the next thing. Or you listen to podcasts like this and it's like new strategy, try this, try that. And I think that often where I see people going wrong is that, you know, instead of focusing on what the end goal is or the step 10, they often forget actually what's that first thing, that first step in front of them. And so I think if you were to break this down more specifically, is Is that if you've got an idea that you're sitting on, whether it's a new business idea or something else, you know, giving it just that first step to put it into practice, seeing if it's even viable, and then letting that dictate your next step. So actually viewing this from more of like a baby steps mentality versus like, okay, I know I want to like launch this huge business. I want to make all this impact. I want to do this thing. I got to talk to all these people. And when you get caught in that cycle, you often become paralyzed and you become trapped. And so if you break it down, down to just that first step Um, that's where I find you you get the sweet spot. And killer example of this was just the other day. I was literally like sitting there on Facebook been taking space from my emotional uh, relationship partner and just been like craving a lot of women time. And I sat there and I wrote this post and I was like, any other ladies out there like wanna go on this like epic adventure, connecting with awesome people, bucket list style? And I hit send, no attachment to it. And within a matter of like hours, we had over 150 comments. Wow put this group together. And now I have over 40 applications of people that have said yes to a $2,000 plus event for like women (laughs) to travel like into some epic location in Iceland. And so like, you know, it would have been so easy to be like, I want to start a community for women or I want to do this mastermind or I want to do that. But instead I was just like, let me just see if other people feel how I feel fastest way to do that quick little two minute Facebook post. And from there, I let that guide the next step, which was like, okay, there's a lot of interest. This is crazy to talk over Facebook, put them in a Facebook group. And then from there, you know, host an application and then, you know, vice versa. So I think anyone that's hearing this, uh, that can apply to whatever you're doing, but focus just on that first thing and then let that iterate what the next thing.
0: Yeah, that quote that I love is Martin Luther King says, you don't have to see the whole staircase to take the first step. And so many people, they're just waiting for all those lights to be green, to be able to see from beginning to end. It's never gonna happen. And something that we said in the army was, You know, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. So even if you have that perfect plan, it's going to get destroyed anyways in the first couple of minutes. So just forget about it. Take that first step, see what happens, and go from there. And Jules, you launched your first six-figure company at the age of 18. So you're no real surprise (laughs) to success, and you've been in the game for a little while now. So I want to talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment to date take us to the worst the lowest of the low that entrepreneurial moment they're just like oh that was the lowest point so far in my journey tell us that story
1: so there I was. It was uh, December of 2013. I was skiing 26 mountains in four different countries uh, with my then business partner and boyfriend. At the time we had a successful publishing company. So back in 2012, we figured out how to make books bestsellers on Amazon, took the algorithm, turned it into a seven figure business, and then published books for people like Dave Asprey, Mind Valley, and, and a lot of others. And so we'd been running this company with a third business partner for about two years and literally. literally. Literally was like December, top of the world, skiing everywhere. And flash forward into January of 2014, I got back and found out my other business partner had been embezzling a bunch of money overnight we went into about $200,000 worth of debt. Oh. And <laughs> it was one of those moments where like, you know, not only is he a business partner, but he's also a friend, you know, we've broken bread, you know, with his family, gone to his house. And so there's that betrayal of trust, but it was literally like, all right, <laughs> you know, $200,000 worth of debt. At the time working with us, it was $30,000 per client. And so it didn't take much. And I was faced with several decisions where it was like dealing with the DA and lawyers and the IRS. And it was this like whirlwind. And just when I thought, you know, we had hit rock bottom, it was something else. Decided to break up with the other business partner and boyfriend. My health went like down the drain, crazy, all kinds of stuff. And then over the course of eight months, drained all of my personal savings. And that puts me basically to about August of that year where I was sitting there having looked back, you know, navigating this whole whirlwind and just finally it hit me and it was like, I need to just stop. And, uh, you know, I thought for myself, I was like, let me just generate 10 other businesses and work 18 plus hour days Mm. to work harder, to pay back more clients. And, you know, I think a lot of us can resonate with that. It's like when stuff and intensity hits, it's like, at least for me, it's like work harder, prove yourself. And that's how it used to be uh, at that point in my life. And it was through all of that when I pressed pause, stopped, and actually for 60 days, I did nothing. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to take two months off, come back to myself, allow myself to heal and feel all of it. And uh, live in Colorado, so it looked like playing the ukulele most nights. Cannabis is legal here, and journaling and writing, and uh, <laughs> you know, through all of that, I actually got to get in touch with myself and realize that even as an entrepreneur, with all the success that I had had for the years before, I was very much living someone else's version of success. And even though I was doing it on my own terms and on my own schedule, from the outside, I thought I had everything that I thought was important. You know, the company, the prestigious names, the relationship, the bank account, and it. Took Took me losing all of that to come to a truly rock bottom place for me to actually choose for myself and realize that life isn't really about any of that like those are all great things, but that doesn't actually define who you are. And over the course of that 60 day break, um, the only thing I wanted to master was actually listening to myself and what I call listening for the hell yes. And, you know, I'd always hear people talk about, you know, listen from your gut or follow your passion or follow your intuition. And that meant nothing to me. Like I was a very heady person and that hearing that I had no access to do anything with that. And so it was in those 60 days where I told people, I was like, I'm going to be a no to most things. And only when it feels like a hell yes, am I going to choose to be with it. And I find most of the time, most of us, we say yes to things that are kind of like uh, or maybe experiences. And then when we actually relive those experiences, they turn to be that way. And so I thought that if I just cleared everything out and only focused on the hell yeses, that would ultimately attract the things that were most in alignment with myself and the things that I was most excited about. And hands down, that laid the foundation for, you know, the last few years of this entrepreneurial journey.
0: Now, it seems like you've made your peace with that situation, but my curiosity is piqued. What happened to that guy that embezzled all of that money?
1: it's a great great question so peace has been made uh literally it was something where we had tried everything so the short answer is nothing happened to him and we actually found out that that guy had actually uh gone and done this with several other partners before Mm. and despite you know working with lawyers and draining money it kind of hit a point where it was like i can keep we could keep going after him right and keep trying to find our justice but at the when looking at it it was taking so much yeah, time what mental energy yeah. yeah exactly at what expense and so finally it was like you know what like take all of it I have enough confidence in myself and like just enough trust like in the way that the world works that like justice will be served and uh yeah and that's kind of you know it hit a point and that was August of 2014 after eight months and I was like all right yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to me and you know we'll see you later
0: and Fire Nation, it's one of those things. that's like, do you want to live in the world that you're creating, where you're waking up every morning with anger, with bitterness, with revenge on your mind? You know, talking to lawyers, trying to, you know, you know, spending a ton of money to get back, you know, potentially more, but you know, dwindling money that's happening. And and do you want to live in that world, or do you want to step back and say, listen, like I can take all of that time back, I can take all of that energy back, that negativeness, that bitterness, I can just, you know, let it go, and I can just like just cut it off, you know, like in, like a parachute parachute strings and just like release myself into this world where I know that I'm an entrepreneur who succeeded before and can succeed again. And I will succeed again if I can just give myself the space and the confidence and the the mindset of abundance to do so. So, definitely some food for thought I know it's not easy because I would yeah. have gone through the same <laughs> range of emotions that you went through Jules I mean it's just because totally. we're human beings but glad you came out on that side of it now let's talk about one of the greatest ideas that you've had to date like tell us that story take us to that moment
1: Definitely full of stories. So I'll bring you up to 2015 of July. Uh, and I actually had this near-death experience, this wakeboarding accident. And before I tell that story, it was literally in the weeks before where after I had taken the time off, you know, to heal from that whole kind of endeavor, Uh, I got really interested about the life of being an entrepreneur and being an artist. And ultimately, being an artist, and entrepreneur, as a singer myself, they're inherently come from the same thing, except being an artist, you think being a musician, it's like one has to struggle, one has no money. And this entrepreneur is sexy and is thriving and is creating stuff in the world. And so that had been percolating in my mind. And there I was, uh, you know, in July of 2015, wakeboarding hit the wake, uh, and literally face planted. And it was about an hour later where I lost feeling in my body, got taken to the hospital, lying on the hospital bed, and this white figure and six black shadow council member came towards me and left my body and we had this conversation. And it was like, Jules, you have more work to do in the world. Do you want to do it? And I sat there and I was like, yes, as long as I'm not coming back as a vegetable. You know, at the time they thought my neck was broken. I didn't have any feeling, they thought I might have been paralyzed. And the moment I said yes, I got zapped back into my body. I felt this energy forge my neck back together and shoot down my spine. And I just knew as soon as I woke up in that moment that like everything was going to be okay. And, you know, I was in the hospital for a little bit and a neck brace for a month plus after. But something about that moment dramatically shifted everything. It was like not only going to the other side and actually getting like a real like tangible experience of like light and love and power in this like, like beautiful, unconditional way, but it was also who I was and who I came back as dramatically altered and shifted and And it was literally three weeks later, I was still in a neck brace and I got a call from this woman and she's like, hey, can you come consult us? Like our whole team is flying in tomorrow. And I was sitting to myself, I'm like, well, I'm actually wearing a neck brace. It's not really the best time. (laughs) But something about it felt like that hell yes. And so I said yes. And turns out she was working for the United Nations on this global goals campaign. And, you know, she was looking for 17 ambassadors for goals in these different areas like clean water, women's right, et cetera. And I had been percolating that these ideas before this accident. And I said to her, I was like, yeah, actually, uh, education. I've got this idea to like revolutionize higher education. It's called Create You. And she just looks at me and she's like, can you be at the UN in three weeks to present about it and be our <laughs> ambassador? <laughs> and I was like sure (laughs) with, you know, no business plan, no website, like not even a month after this accident. And the dots just started coming together where it was like seeing, you know, how we've done college and just, you know, as a millennial myself, it's like, there's a million and one ways to make money in this world. And that's what unconventional life's all about. It's about telling those stories. And so through that experience and being, you know, with her and with the UN and post accident, things just started like opening up. You know, I got this call from Forbes, and next thing I know, I'm like hosting the podcast of the Forbes Under 30 channel on conventional life, and I'm writing for them with no prior writing experience. And so I started just to see doors opening where historically they might have been closed. But I think to narrow specifically on your question, you know, I think really being able to look at how the world is and the model for how we operate, why shows like this are so great, is that they challenge how we've been programmed and taught and thought, you know, especially like growing up with my parents, for example, a lot of us can relate to that. And so when you actually get to see and believe and feel new things happening, it it alters your whole perception. And I think through that, you know, a lot of new ideas and great things get made. And that's why a lot of us have so many great impact based businesses. But yeah, it all started from that, (laughs) from that way. That
0: was intense. And it actually kind (laughs) of sends a shiver down my spine only because I've been wakeboarding and I've taken like the face plant of face plants where I actually, hit the water, I really thought it was like concrete because it was like that fast and that hard. And I like kind of like blacked out for a little bit. And, you know, fortunately, like I came to and like I was fine, like just like maybe a second later, you know, but to think that it could have been like that next level of injury is, is terrifying. And, uh, Jules, I may yeah. never wakeboard again. No, <laughs> of course not. Yeah. Always take risks, Fire Nation, but Fire Nation, Jules has been dropping value bombs just at an incredible rate. We're not going to stop in the lightning round. So we're going to be right back after we thank our sponsors. Feel like you're in a crowded market entrepreneurs worldwide know that exact same feeling. But what if you could grow your top line with new customers by looking outside of the United States? If you're looking for an untapped version of Amazon or Google to help you connect with a worldwide marketplace, then look no further than Alibaba. Alibaba is an e-commerce platform where you can buy and sell anything. Alibaba is even hosting a two-day conference in Detroit called Gateway 17 on June 20th and 21st, where you'll learn how to capitalize on the fastest-growing consumer market in the world, meet experts like Jack Ma, build relationships, and learn from companies who are already in China. Availability is limited, and I've secured an amazing offer. Save up to 50% on your registration fee by visiting gateway17.com and entering code FIRE. This is a great growth opportunity for businesses and entrepreneurs alike, so be sure to visit gateway17.com and enter code FIRE when you reserve your spot today. That's gateway one com code FIRE. I know that you have a mission that you want to share with the world, but let's be real. It can be tough to focus on that mission when you're bogged down in the day-to-day operations of your business. So don't let those things dominate your time. There's software that can help you find tools to control the day-to-day busy work, and it's called Cap. Capterra. Capterra is an easy-to-use website with over 400 categories of software to choose from. It not only helps you find the best software solutions for your business needs, including website building, customer service, and project management tools, they also have thousands of ratings and reviews from actual software users just like you. And the best part? Using Capterra is absolutely free. Join the millions of people who use Capterra every month to make the right software decision. Visit capterra.com slash fire and find the software that will help you do what you do better. That's Capterra, C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A.com slash fire. Jules, are you prepared to rock the lightning rounds?
1: Let's do it, I'm excited.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Entrepreneurship was in my blood from a very young age. I think what was holding me back was the belief that I would never be able to make enough money and that I wasn't going to be good at it. And my dad was always like worked Wall Street, New York City, like super traditional job kind of guy. And when I finally like looked at him and I was like, you know what, I'm going for it and did it anyways, even though we argued for years, (laughs) it was only until I was like 26 that he finally accepted it, uh, did, did I go. But I think the belief that money and I wouldn't find my thing was what held me back. What's the best advice you've ever received? Best advice that I ever received is just do it. And it's simple, but if you overthink it, that's where it gets complex. So for anyone hearing and you've got something that you're marinating on, just do it.
0: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: I hate routines. I am the complete opposite of you (laughs) and I hate schedules and one (laughs) of the things that I do uh, every day is I'm a big CrossFitter and I teach yoga and so I do some kind of morning movement every single morning, but I'm completely unattached to how my morning looks. So from like the start of when I wake up till about 11 a.m., I plan nothing and I literally go by what feels good, whether that's dancing in my kitchen to some like fun, awesome music or going to CrossFit or yoga, but moving my body and having less structure is like, yeah, my powerhouse for sure.
0: Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation.
1: So I'm actually really jazzed lately on Facebook Messenger calls. And I know we've all heard about that, right? Like it's not this, you know, awe-inspiring uh, tool. However, what I've found is that often coming with like my, you know, habit routine thing is that I get so many requests to be talked to all the time. And so I find through Facebook Messenger, if you literally are just talking to someone, it's like, hey, you want to get on a quick audio call? And in a matter of like seconds, you can eliminate the amount of scheduling that has to happen all the time. And so if you're someone that's sitting there working in like a open-ended work period, I highly recommend using this. I've started doing it just in the last three months. And the amount of calls that I've got on unnecessarily has decreased by like 60%. If you could recommend just one book, what would it be and why? Choose Yourself by James Altucher. I read that book actually while right healing from that wakeboarding accident in the neck brace, which was challenging to hold the Kindle (laughs) at that point in time. But needless to say, uh, that book is really like it, it lays out the model for, I think, what we're all about and what is happening, you know, today in 2017. And it teaches you to start with yourself first and through yourself, do you actually get to understand what alignment means, creating businesses that light you up and inspire you and that whole conversation about following your passion that a lot of us are getting numb to. Uh, I think James Altucher lays that out in a really practical way. So if you're sitting there listening to this and you're wanting something in your life uh, and you're wanting a change, I highly recommend starting there.
0: Well, you might've been better served to listen to the audiobook of Choose Yourself because I'll tell you, it's hysterical. James himself (laughs) reads it and there's actually one point where he says, Claudia keeps coming in here and asking me if I have to pee. Claudia, I don't have to, like if I have to pee, like I'll stop, I'll press pause and and I'll go pee. And I'm like, this is really in the audiobook right now. And he does like other like random things that aren't in the book too. So Fire Nation, (laughs) if you haven't yet, get over to eofirebook.com because you can get, this for free. Choose yourself um, when you sign up for Audible for the first time and plus 30-day 30, 30 membership. Killer stuff. And Jules, I want to end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: One of the things that, you know, we get asked on Unconventional Life a lot is we find so many people are living or want to be living these epic lives where you're creating all this impact and influence. And I think if you are out there in business, starting businesses today, um, you know, one of the things that we've created at Unconventional Life is this awesome guide to basically magnify, rapid implement, and help you attract those high-level opportunities. So if you head over to unconventionallifeshow.com slash EO Fire for all of Fire Nation, we set up this really cool guide where in 60 days we'll teach you how to create impact, influence, and income in any industry, in any niche. So if you're sitting there wanting to get started, not knowing what that first baby step is, uh, head over there and we'll get, you know, all that information for you for free. And if you want to check us out on the podcast, you know, iTunes, Unconventional Life, find us there, julesschroeder.com.
0: It's pretty obvious that Jules rocks podcast hosting. And Jules, (laughs) if you had to share a parting piece of guidance, what would it be?
1: Parting piece of guidance would be to listen to yourself and create more space. You know, I think that my access to power and everything that I've done is I give myself more room to respond. And so if you can clear stuff out of your life, and even if you did this as an experiment for just 24 hours or even seven days where you just gave yourself space to allow things to come to you, you might be surprised what naturally shows up instead of you actively having to generate it or make it happen. And I find that often things happen and conspire for us in our our favor. And so piece of advice, give yourself more space to just listen and be amazed by what organically will show up.
0: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You have been hanging out with JS and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Jules, J-U-L-E-S, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And one more time, Jules, give us that link to the EO Fire gift
1: Yes, head over to unconventionallifeshow.com slash EO Fire and we'll have that awesome guide waiting for you there.
0: Jules, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we will catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Jules today. And everybody's scared of losing. But in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.